Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 180, from June 6th, 1996, a Thursday night show, with a guest, the Deftones. Chino and Stefan are in from the band. The songs played were Seven Words and Bored, off of their album Adrenaline, and they joined the show before the first break. Adam mentions his buddy Carson, a local DJ in San Jose, and this is Carson Daly about two years before his big break on MTV. When the band joined the show, Adam talked to them about their song Seven Words and the controversy and misunderstanding some people are having surrounding the lyric uh, Suck which was changed from the original lyric that began with an F. Adam goes off on Engineer Mike and accuses of him being on peyote for playing something strange in his cans and throwing him off of his rhythm. Adam mentions their upcoming tour schedule at the time with Pantera and White Zombie. Adam talks about trying to sound like a radio guy out of his own insecurity for not actually sounding like one. And he goes into Chino's story about getting punched by his girlfriend, which eventually leads Adam to tell the story of the time he was punched by his ex-girlfriend regarding a softball game and coming home drunk. This is a story he would tell quite often for the next 10 years and still tell to this day. And Adam and Chino discuss domestic violence and discuss what it means when it comes from a woman. And the band would return to the show on August 9th, 2000 for Classic Low Line, episode 1269. And again in 2003. There may be some more lost episodes here in the archive between now and the year 2000. If we find them, you'll be hearing them. As per usual, it was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Love Line, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter, at podcast Podcast One on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Hey! Let me give the phone number out first and foremost. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Boozing. <laughs> How are you, Doc? Does that, does that imply that I'm a boob? I have no idea. That's uh, the one that wonder engineer Mike uh, is working his magic behind the uh, control board. There is his. Uh, was it brother and sister in law? Are here tonight? Oh, really? So he's, he's got on his best behavior. He's he's really putting on an act. I don't see him in there. Are they are they in there, Mike? Oh, good man. Yeah, they look pretty uptight. Really. <laughs> They do not look like the uh, kin of a uh, gravel-hauling woman. I don't know if uh, anyone knows it, but, you know, Dooley's fiancé, the lovely uh, engineer Mike, beautiful, blonde, drives an 18-wheeler. It's like uh, something out of some uh, 70s softcore porn. Diesel bitches or, you know, something like that. Anyway, she hauls around... Uh, does, does everything in life equate somehow back to a pornography? Is that the whole deal? It always imitates art, doesn't it, Drew? Yeah, yeah. Art. All right. Well, tonight we have the Deftones coming in here. They're a pretty hardcore band. Really? Yes. They uh, have a song. Uh, I think we're going to hear it tonight. Basically, it says the uh, F word about 300 times in it, but they've cleaned it up and changed it to the S word. So uh, I think we'll get to hear that, but you'll just insert the F where the uh, S was. It's kind of, uh, I, I'm, I, I don't think they could have made it on to uh, Ed Sullivan. Ah. But that's okay, because anyone can make it here on Loveline. Next week, we have uh, Dishwalla. We have my old and new friends. They're everything. Goldfinger 
coming in here. I'm sure that show's going to be out of control. Uh, rumor has it that we're going to have corn and kiss in next week as well, but that is unconfirmed. Mm-hmm. Producer Ann is uh, still working on that, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. And until then, we'll go to the phones. Did I give everything out? Yeah. All right. Ready to roll. Or maybe you didn't. Yes, I did. Phone numbers. 1-800-LOVE-191. Sound familiar? Smart guy? Nicole, 22. You're on Loveline. Hi, Dr. Drew. How are you? Hey, Nicole. Good. Um, I, have, <laughs> I have a little problem. Yeah. Um, I am 22, and my fiance is 45, mm-hmm. and I'm having a problem about getting the wedding plan set. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we've been together for three years, and every time he gets upset with me, he wants to call off the wedding. Hmm. Um, the other problem is, is I don't really trust him either. Um, he's cheated on me before and, um. Well, it sounds like a, a wonderful foundation for a marriage. Well, the thing of it was, is it happened two and a half years ago. Yeah. Were you together then? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the... he, he cheated on me during that time. It's, you really can't cheat on people. You, you well, haven't I, formed I, a I, relationship. I, right. Yet. I, I didn't, I really didn't formulate that question properly. Let's put it this way. Have you been in this relationship with him ever since then? Yeah. And so this is a long-standing relationship. Right. How old were you when you got involved with this guy? Uh, 20. No, 18 or 19. I'm sorry. So that was towards the beginning of the relationship. Right. Okay. How old it is he? After, it was about after a year we got together is when that happened. How old is he? He's 45. Okay, that's healthy. And I, I, if I want to be really brutally honest, the, the, I don't know if I marry him because I love him or because of his money. <laughs> oh, boy. And, um, and I do want... love him. And uh, he's taking care of me, but... Um, wow. I mean, think about what you're saying. I know. I mean, this is that's no foundation for a marriage. And, Nicole, this is a classic love line call where people call in, they want advice, they want an opinion, but they've already formed their opinion. You can tell by the way they ask the question. But but so many, so, so many times they, they have had the ideas that should form into an opinion, but they stay in this sort of state of denial and really don't admit to themselves that that's what they're thinking. I think he's the, she, well, she will go from this, from all the things she's told us thus far, to saying, and therefore, I can't wait to get married. Nicole? Yeah? This guy was 42 when he met your 19-year-old yeah, ass? Yeah, and he was married. All right. Oh, he's all right. no longer married anymore. All right. This... And- how many marriages has he had? One. Mm-hmm. He was married for 15 years, and I met him, and he divorced her. And that was a trust issue, so it's actually been a trust issue ever since the beginning. All right, let me just put this into context. When this guy was born, World War II was just He's wrapping up. to be my dad, yeah. Yes, World War II was wrapping up. We're getting ready to go into Korea. <laughs> We're gearing up for another assault. <laughs> and when Nicole was born, the Bay City Rollers were just hitting it big. So... This is uh, what you'd call a rococulus, let's isn't put it, it this, true? Let's put it this way. Uh, uh, Adam West had been off TV for 10 years yeah. when she was born. Is he there? No, he's not. Oh. He is in spirit. <laughs> if we sniff his seat, we get a little whiff of the bat cape. Yeah, all right. I grew up with him. <laughs> all right, so, Nicole. Yeah. You know this isn't right. I know, but I don't know what else to do. The wedding's in five months, and it's already been planned, and it's, everything's paid for, and I really don't want to let down my parents either. In your parents are giving this wedding their blessing? Not really. They're doing it to make me happy. Right, well, so, so how let down? How disappointed are they going to be if you call this thing off? They'll, they'll it be, wouldn't surprise them. They'll be relieved. Yeah. They'll be relieved. Yeah. All right. So we uh, we do not give it our blessing. We curse it. Do you? Yes. Yeah. We don't, curse the relationship. We put a box on the relationship. You, 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 Nicole. Uh-huh. You work? 
Uh-huh. Where, yeah, I'm at work, actually. Where do you work? Uh, at a Clark station. Oh, so at the cash register, there she is. Oh, oh, okay. You're, you're, huh? You selling some uh, Slim Jims? No, not really. Hey, how's that Clamato moving? What? You don't it's sell. Not. You don't sell Clamato. What? <laughs> All right, Nicole. What? Here's what I want you to do. What? I want you to grab a, uh, a handful of uh, uh, Mike and Ikes and throw it at this guy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a jerk. <laughs> no, but anyway, um Nicole, how how go- how good could this guy be taking care of you that you're working at a Chevron station, the graveyard well, shift? Because he's sick of taking care of me and I've lived off of him for the last two uh, last 3 years and I'm trying to pay for the wedding and he wants to teach me how to be responsible and part of it he acts like my dad and the other part he's a wonderful man and I I just I don't know what to do. I love him to death, and I want to spend the rest of my life You with do him. not love him to death. You just finished telling us that you question your feelings, I, even to the extent that you that thought you might be delu- I It's just that I don't know if, if I love him more because he has money or more. Nicole, I don't know. That, that is not love. Okay? Absolutely. That is not love. That is, well, I don't know what you'd call that, greed, I guess, about the closest thing to it. I don't know if I love her for her big boobs or her diamond tiara. Drew? <laughs> I mean, what I mean, is it's, that? It's one thing if she had felt that the money that he that was a, an attribute that she was attracted to or liked, but if you don't have some genuine fundamental connection with a person, all right, but let do me not play, get let married. Me, let me play devil's advocate. Nicole doesn't sound like she's got a whole lot going on. I'm, I'm basing that yeah, mostly on a, the fact she, that there's a cash register going in the background and three inches of bulletproof glass in front of her. Any job where you have to slide people's stuff through a drawer so they don't shoot you is a bad job. Okay, so I'm but, but saying been, she probably she, doesn't have a whole lot going on. She doesn't have a lot going on because she's been somebody's concubine for the last five years. All right, she's so the kept. guy takes care of her. Big deal. Oh, he croaks in a few years. She moves into the mansion, marries herself a struggling musician in his early 20s, and uh, they have sex uh, from from here till eternity. Brian, 17, you're on Loveline. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Okay, my problem is um, I recently found out that um, my parents smoke weed. And I was wondering if I should say anything to him or let it go or... How did you find out? Uh, well, I have an older sister, like in her middle 20s, who who would tell me stuff. Like, she would see him, and I always just blew it off. But actually, it was tonight that uh, I found some in the house. Mm. What, do you, what do you want to tell him? Well, I don't... They, you know, they're always giving me this crap about, you know, don't do drugs and, you know, and, and you know, it's kind of like, be trying almost to find us in our house. It's hypocritical. Isn't yeah. It? Hypocritical. Are, are you into it at all, Brian? You know, once in a while, you know, if I'm at a party or something, but not really. You, your dad's name isn't Zorback, is it? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Trying to find Zorback. Zorback, if you're listening, call in. <laughs> you I need up. my sandals repaired. Uh, what, should, what should you do? Confront them? Well, I think for your own sake... So you don't harbor all this resentment and uh, act it out in, in such a way that it harm your, harm yourself. Uh, I think, yeah, you, you shouldn't be worried so much about how you feel about their being hypocritical. I mean, that, that's that they are. That's the way it is. But in terms of you having an opportunity to to ventilate, you need to do it for yourself. Yeah, but what I happen to uh, do as I say and not as I do, and you children should be seen and not heard. 
that's it's a real dilemma for parents right now. Uh, there is there is de- debate about what a parent should do if, if they use drugs or experiment. The, uh, the, sorry to cut you off there, Drew, but the rustling in the background is that of the Deftones who have oh, just sure. rolled into the studio, namely Chino Marino and Stephen Carpenter. We're right in the middle of a uh, pot call. Now, you guys being in a band and all, I'm nope. sure you... I just be saying no to that kind of stuff. You say no? Yeah. So more for you or just no, you, you don't do it? I just don't do it. All right. He's telling the truth, too. All right. That was uh, Steph and Brian. Okay. But but the fact is uh, it's a dilemma for parents, okay? I think if you look at, say, tobacco smoking, okay, virtually every young person has parents who smoke cigarettes will smoke cigarettes. And the same is true of other drugs. It's sort of a license. It's it's an endorsement of the behaviors. I think parents ought to just, they should never lie. And it seems like these folks have misled you and sort of, you feel as though they've lied to you about it. But I think if if they did do drugs and they think it's a bad idea for their kids, they ought to keep their history out of it. All right, Drew, let me put you on the spot. Are you going to tell the triplets you got yourself a piece on the first date with mommy? I'm not, but if this show is still on the air for, cr- for crying out loud, it's not something I'm going to be able to keep from anybody. <laughs> Drew got himself some on the first date right, with his wife. That's the way to go. Nothing wrong with that, is there? <laughs> Me too. And it all worked out. No, not his wife. <laughs> Don't start. Don't tell, no. All right, well, we're in here with the Deftones, and uh, these guys are uh, doing club dates now, right, before you uh, get going and get out on some more tours? Like the, uh, yeah. what, what tour do you have coming up? Warp Tour. Oh, the Warp Tour, right? And then uh, you were just out with uh, Ozzy and Corn. Oh yeah, how Ozzie. was that? That was pretty cool. That was pretty rock. Corn is kind of kind of rocks. I was just in uh, Minneapolis, and uh, they had about twelve bands for a big like radio fest up there, but everyone was going nuts for Corn. They're great, man. They, got, I mean, they got that they got that appeal to the young, you know, the young kids, and that's that's what it's all about right now. And so that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> you're going to fall somewhere between Corn and Ozzy, no matter no matter who you are. Oh yeah. And uh, wait, how was Ozzy? Could you understand a freaking word he said? Well, he got he has a teleprompter, you know. He, he... I could read his lyrics just like him, so I knew what he was saying. Oh really? <laughs> he's like uh, rock and roll Frank Sinatra. Exactly. Mm, but you know, he's he he, he was on this off. show not, a couple oh, years great. ago. Good yeah, guy, but cool. he was complaining about how much brain damage he had suffered from all the drugs he exposed himself to. I, I believe it. And he, <laughs> and he, the reason he has to have a teleprompter, he has no memory any longer. He can't, he can't retain information. But and I he, mean, I know paranoid. I could look, sing that. <laughs> and he, he's on medication chronically because his moods are so messed up from the from the damage from the LSD primarily. So, Drew, your message to the young people is: uh, drugs are okay if you can afford a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? No. no. All right. All right. So you guys are out doing uh, clubs. Are you here in uh, here in L.A.? No, we're in Denver tomorrow, Friday, huh. the 7th. We're in Denver, aren't we, Drew? Yeah. For what club? We're playing at uh, the in Mercury Boulder. Cafe. I guess that goes out to Denver. The Mercury Cafe. Well, people have cars in Boulder. They can get to Denver. All right. So you, the uh, Ogden Theater. No, we're playing no, we the Mercury Cafe. All right. We, well, we played the Ogden Theater before. Producer Ann just went in my ear and uh, big goofball Darren. Nobody else is hearing that, Adam. So. Oh, okay. All right. It's the Ogden Theater, uh, says uh, your slimy record rep, Darren. So. It must have got moved. No. If, yeah, if it got moved there, I didn't know anything about it. All right. Well, wherever it is, you guys are going to rock, right? We're going to know that. butt. <laughs> and then, uh, all right, so you do the club tour. Then you go out and you do the uh, Warped tour. And then it's White Zombie in Pantera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, that's going to be nuts. That's going to be four hours of just pummeling you. And, and you're going to be playing, like, huge venues. Our, all arenas. 
So that's going to be great. Have you guys played arenas? Oh, yeah, with well, Ozzy. With Ozzy. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. There, forgot. There <laughs> I need a teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew, you got a call picked out? Oh, yes, you do. Paul, 20, you're on Loveline with the Deftones. Hi. Hey. 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 Hello? Hey, hey ask your question, you pinhead. Come on, moron. My question is about paternity tests. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a son that's about nine, nine months old, mm-hmm. and we don't know if it's me or another guy. Okay. And um, the problem is that my blood type is A, the other guy's blood type is A, her blood type is B, and the kid's is AB. Right. Does a simple blood test work? No. You have to have paternity testing, which is H- a very complex monitoring or of what's called HLA typing, which are cell surface markers. Well, amongst many of them, cell type is one. Now, Drew, I'm no doctor. Or rather, blood type is one. But yeah. I have seen a lot of Westerns. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, a guy gets accused of stealing another guy's horse. Yeah. And you know how they settle it. Oh. They, they put the horse in the middle of the town there, you know, on the, on the dirt street. Mm-hmm. And the two guys, they go to opposite sides of the horse. And they both start calling the horse. And whichever way the horse goes... Well, you know whose horse it is. <laughs> I'm just saying it's kind of expensive. A lot of people have money for the lab. Is it possible that they could do this? No. Okay. Boy, they could. They can do it. It is physically possible. <laughs> See, I'm not a doctor. You guys realize that All now, right. Paul? How much is a paternity test? Uh, I think it's around three or four hundred dollars. I'm not sure. Wow. There are a few places around. This is Los Angeles that will do that, but they are available. How long do they take? And what do they know. do? I don't know. Is How does it, it work? I don't know how the test is run, but it's it's a HLA typing usually. What's HLA? It's a histocompatibility locus antigen or something like that. It's just a, the markers on the cell surface that the, that each person uniquely produces. Paul. Yep. What what's the story behind all this? Okay, I met her. Things happened, but she was still engaged to this other guy. And wrong move. <laughs> and. I was at school, and I came back. I went home for Christmas, and I came back to school, and she said she was pregnant, and nine months later, we don't know who she is. And Histocompatibility, it, leukocyte antigen. Oh, you figured it out? Yeah. Very true. Usually comes in with those 20 minutes later, no one knows what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be my son anyways. It's just I don't want... Well, maybe you shouldn't know. Well, no, because his name's on the on the birth certificate, which is another messed up story. <sighs> But we we need to know to change the name on the birth certificate or so. Well, it's primarily the legal system that is utilizing these tests anyway. So I'm sure if, you, if you're if you going through the legal, whatever it is you're doing to change the birth certificate, they would know where to tell you to go for the paternity testing. All right. Stefan, 19, you got a question for the Deftones? Oh, I got a few questions, dude. You guys ready? Yeah, what's up? All right. I got it on a teleprompter. Hold on. Uh-oh. No, really. Um, <laughs> I want to know where I could, like, get a hold of some of your guys' stuff, like, stickers and like t-shirts and stuff um come out to shows for now you know when we get into the stores you'll be obviously to see it but right now we don't, right. we don't have anything at retail outlets but uh you come out to our show we got all that stuff with us Stefan, have you seen the uh, cat logo yeah. yeah yeah it looks good right i have one of those shirts with like the dicky symbol on it right right that's kind of old i've had it for a while it's getting kind of worn out yeah we're getting we're coming out with some new designs this summer right we just got um, a couple actually. like when's your guys the new tape gonna come out uh probably next year sometime Right on. I saw you guys back in April. Um, what do you call it? Down in San Diego. It was like pretty cool. What happened to the um the chick from uh what do you call it? Human Waste. 
Oh. Did she get hit or what? Yeah. Well, no. You know what? I think it was a couple guys in the front of the crowd, and they were um, like she got up on stage to sing and um, right. a song with me, and and, and uh, somebody like somebody like grabbed her crotch or something, and no then, like, way. another guy like kind of joined in or something, and she felt totally violated and kind of tripped out about it, and then. Like every like between songs, like she kept coming to me and like asking me to do something about it, and I, I mean like I was putting a predicament where I couldn't really do anything right. about it, but just say you know whoever did it was you know pretty much a lame person and you know move on. You know. Did you say lame? I said. <laughs> <laughs> but you can certainly say F, and everyone knows what it stands oh, for. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. You're, you gotta have that little button you can push. Oh, yeah, don't worry. We're we're Mike's uh, engineer. Mike's finger is poised on that one, the one that doesn't <laughs> smell bad. Stefan. Yeah. Any other questions? Where are you calling from? Uh, like around Riverside, California. Ah. Oh. Oh. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, if anybody that's listening, if you guys like Deftones, definitely check out the band Far. Yeah, they're good friends of ours. Yeah, dude, they're from Sacramento. So... They're a really good band. All right. Yeah, they are. You done plugging your band, Stevan? <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta roll the teleprompter back. All right, everybody's a comedian. Yeah. All right, when we come back, I'm guessing we're gonna hear a little something from the Deftones off of their CD Adrenaline, and uh, we'll talk to the boys, and uh, we'll help the rest of America. Right, Drew? Right. All right. The phone number for Loveline, 1-800-1191. Call now, all you sick kids. Loveline will be right back. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me about the podcast you're listening to right now if i go down this show could be next so visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive thank you and mahalo To this day, I am surprised when I'm asked to sign a lady's bosom. Adam West, ladies and gentlemen, who was uh, sitting in Chino's seat, uh, not, uh, well, about 22, hours 22 23 hours ago, and uh, now we have Chino sitting in Chino's seat. We have Chino and Stevan, both from the Deftones. Hello. They got a CD out called Adrenaline. There's a song on it called uh, Seven Words. There's that, a lot of songs uh, on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Love yes, it. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to imply that there was only one song on there. Or one hit wonder or something like that, right? Oh, uh, absolutely not. No flash in the pan. Not okay. not the Deftones. They've right. been rocking the planet for uh close to uh, a tenth of a uh decade now. <laughs> Now, uh, let, we're going to play this song in just a minute, but uh, let's talk about this song. Because I was talking uh, this evening to a friend of mine named Carson, who's a uh, DJ up at uh, KOME in San Jose. And he was talking about you guys. And he said he saw you guys at the Cactus Club up in, uh, I guess, San Francisco. No, San, Jose. San Jose. Sorry, a couple, couple months back. And uh, that you guys were nuts, and you rocked, and you jumped in the crowd, and and he really liked you guys. And he said you, he was playing the seven words song, 
but that because one of those words or most of those words was the F word, they're having a little difficulty with it. It's not. I promise. It's weird. It sounds. I think it has a lot to do with the distortion on the vocals, maybe or something. But I say the word suck. Suck. Yeah. And it wasn't originally the F word? No. Never. No. Never was. Never yeah. was F word. Okay, but if people want to say the F word in their head go ahead. each time you say suck, yeah, that'd be fine. That's yeah. all good if that's what you want to do. All right. Well, <laughs> let's give it a listen. All right. Deftones in. I wanted to say suck, but I'm going to say uh, seven words. What the? Yeah. <laughs> Was that from the CD? Oh, Engineer Mike just put that on. What are you on, peyote tonight? All I heard was a, the duck and the suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were talking in here, Mike. All right, anyway. Let me give the phone number out, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455, here with Chino and Stefan, both from the Deftones. Everything's going swimmingly for the band. New CD out called Adrenaline, going on tour with, um, I was about to say Corn uh, and Ozzy, but just got done with them, going out with uh, Pantera White and Zombie. White Zombie, and uh, they'll be all over the place, so uh, keep an eye out for them, and until then... We're going to get to the phone. Dustin, 17, you're on Love Line with the Deftones. Yeah, um, me and my girlfriend like been fighting all week and everything, and it just started about a week ago. She stayed the night in a motel room with two guys that she claimed to be just her friends. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, well, about two week, two days ago, uh, I heard from a couple of my friends that she cheated on me with the guy that she was with before me. And then, you know, so I got all mad and everything. I called her up, and I called her a slut and all that stuff and told her not to call me no more. And, well, you know, basically she's been kissing my ass all week, and I've been really mean to her and everything. And I called her today, and just, like, all day she's been really mean and everything. And then, well, I've been trying to say nice stuff to her and everything. She just, like, keeps on hanging up on me and stuff. And, you know, I think something's wrong, but I was just, I didn't know and everything. So I was going to ask you guys, what what should I do? You know, the first clue uh, that something's up in a relationship is when your woman is spending the night in motels with a couple of truckers she met. At a bar earlier in the day. Don't believe But the then obvious. he is being utterly inappropriate with her, being nasty for three days, and then wonders why she has enough. Dustin. Why she might turn away. Dustin. Yeah. L- let me just get back. I haven't got past the motel emotionally right. just yet. <laughs> now, why was she making a movie in this motel? Why was she in this motel with these two guys? Well, two of my friends were on the run for murder. And then so she was helping him out by getting them the motel room for the night before she went and took them in to turn them in and everything. Right. So what are their names? She was just staying in the motel room with them. Before she turned them in? Yeah. And well, then, she then was what? taking them down there to turn them in. And after a good night's sleep, they all went to the jail and uh, she turned them in. Yeah. It's a lovely story. <laughs> so you, your girlfriend's basically, uh, what, a bounty hunter? <laughs> Who does she know is on the run for murder? Do what? Uh, listen, Dustin. Yeah. Seriously, how does she know these two guys that uh, that are uh, on the lamp? Well, I mean, they were all of our best friends and everything, and it happened one of the nights that we were partying. When they killed somebody. Yeah. Who'd they kill? I don't know. Some guy walked up with a gun and everything. It was, like, really late at night, and they beat him up with a pole and a bat. And then so he was, like, in critical condition for a couple of days, and he just passed away. 
And so they they were too scared to go in or something, so they were on the run. Uh-huh. And they've turned themselves in? Right, and she she just claimed that they were just there, and she was just helping them and everything with the motel. You know, I didn't think anything could get me past Dustin's girlfriend in the motel, but the whole murder thing now has intrigued me. I'm, all of a sudden, I've, I've, I've uh, taken off my uh, porn mask and, and donned my uh, fedora and trench coat. I've turned into uh, McGruff. Columbo. I mean, Columbo. <laughs> All right, so they're they're in custody now, right? Right. All right, and they're uh, whether they killed them or not, they'll probably be out in a couple of months. But the problem is back to your girlfriend. She didn't have any. Uh, well, oh, let's say a uh, rendezvous. It wasn't any kind of pre-conjugal visit or something <laughs> they had. I mean, a last hurrah before they went into the tank. Not that I know. They just told me that they got drunk and everything, and then went to oh. bed. Well, sure, you can trust these guys. They killed a guy with a bat a few days earlier. And now they're loaded in a motel room with your girlfriend. No, sure. Felons make uh, they make great r- roommates, don't they? They just played cards, all right? Dustin, <laughs> it just sounds like a terrible relationship. I mean, why would you torture yourself with this? It's hideous. Well, I mean, I really like her a lot. Now. I'm sure you do. There's but other girls, bro. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Many more. Yeah, you're mistreating her. She's mistreating you. The situation is truly chaotic and crazy. Going out with uh, Mom's Mabley, the uh, fugitive <laughs> harbor. Go, go out with somebody else. Yes, please. Dustin, uh, find somebody without well, maybe, a uh, criminal record. Maybe Dustin shouldn't have a girlfriend right now. It's sounding more like it. Yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. we rarely agree, but yeah. uh, <laughs> big thumbs up on, on we both agree on this one. Christina, 21, you're on the love line with the Deftones. I have a huge problem. Good. Uh-oh. Can you help me? Yes. My boyfriend, he's got some staying power. We have sex, and it lasts maybe mm, three minutes. Uh, <laughs> sound like stiff. And oh, we've yeah. been together for a really long time, and I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Is there a medical problem, Dr. Drew? There, there will be when you hit him with a rolling pin. Because he tells me all the time that I need to settle down and, and be a little more mellow, but I, I can't do that. Right, because you got to work it all in in about two and a half minutes. One one Deftone song is about all you get. Three minutes is a good night. Although that suck song couldn't hurt. I mean, in terms of, I wouldn't call it subliminal suggestion. That's just suggestion. What do I do? All right. Was he always this way? No. How long did he last when he was in his prime? Well, he's 25 now, and we started dating, mm, I think, about three and a half years ago. So at first, he could go for much longer than he can now, maybe 20 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. And now, after this long, it's it's gotten to about three. Hmm. And in another five years, uh, you're going to be minus sex. <laughs> He's going to you're going to owe him. You think that's funny? It's not funny to me. What do I do? <laughs> Chino, Stefan, what do you think? I think he should be asking what he could do. Did he ask you to call him for him? No. He's, he'd be really upset if he's gone. But I think, I, think, I think that's the point: is that he needs to be able, he needs to be willing to care about this for you and work on. Well, don't you think that he's probably just a little bit embarrassed? Well, do you, uh, do you talk to him about it? Well, yeah, I tell him that it it kind of bothers me. Well, maybe he would also like to figure out how to how to correct it. Well, and if is you there a way to correct it? Well, uh, I I do have measures that will rectify this. Absolutely, huh? Adam, do you ever have that problem? I've never been with a woman, but I I imagine <laughs> when I'm alone, I go pretty good. I don't know what I can do. Think of it as a race. He's winning, you're losing. You need to hurry up. Yes. What do I, you don't understand. All right, Christina, I'm going to help you. First, okay, let, me help ask, me. Help. And let me ask a quick question. This could be related to the, uh, to the uh, NHL uh, Stanley Cup. Is there, is there something he's missing? Is he in a hurry because he wants to get to the TV? No, he 
He's not a big sports fan, but you know what? To tell you the truth, he smokes a lot of pot. Ah. Yeah, but that should slow you down, shouldn't it, Drew? No, uh, it, it can cause I all... try to get him really drunk before we have sex, so I hope that it will take a little that longer. Works. Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you if you if you actually poisoned with alcohol, then you could just uh, put his penis in a splint, <laughs> and he he'd never know the better. A couple tongue depressors and some duct tape. What do you think, Drew? <laughs> MacGyver style. Christina, yeah. listen, listen to me. I know the answer here. There's two. I could gain maybe five hundred pounds and and suck, and then maybe it would last longer. <laughs> then you'd be up to seven fifty. I don't know what to do. Christina, listen. What? Remember my answer to this. What? Two. It's it's a two-parter. First, he has to pleasure himself before the act. I don't know what kind of time buffer you need. Maybe it's thirty minutes. Maybe it's an hour. But he needs to get a bullet out of the chamber. <laughs> no, you know, you know what I'm saying. You're great. All right, number two. One down, second bed. Number two. He's got to get the uh, Hey Vern guy poster up at the foot of the bed. <laughs> he needs something disturbing to focus on while he's having sex with you. Something disturbing and distracting. Okay? Okay. All right? But do you think that he'd take that kind of advice? He certainly would. Threaten to leave him. Should I do that? Yes. Because this is a major issue. Yeah. You don't have a healthy relationship. Right. Christina, don't talk to sex. him. Talk to his penis. <laughs> to Pull his penis, penis aside and have a have a uh, have heart to heart. The okay. penis will understand, believe me. And if the penis won't get involved, you get the testicles involved and then then you got a posse. All right? All right, I so... The, I don't know what the problem is. All right, get rid of the bullet in the chamber and get the Hayvern guy poster up. After these messages, we'll be right back to the line for the word. Yeah, Film Vault. What's uh, on this week's Film Vault? Well, the topic is top five juvenile delinquents, juvenile delinquent characters in films. It's a good one. It is a good one, but there was a uh, heated discussion. Would you call it a debate? You and I on credit. We also review a new Nicolas Cage movie. Draft Day, too. Kevin Costner movie. As well as a really good movie that comes out next month. Which is? Oh, you'll have to listen. Ah, that's a tease. Top five juvenile delinquents on this week's Film Vault. Download it now on Podcast One. That's O-N-E. Number here at Loveline, 1 800 LOVE 191, fax number 310 854 4455. I'm Adam Carolla, he's Dr. Drew. Tonight's guest, the Deftones, Chino Marino. I'm Stefan. Stefan Carpenter. Thanks for that, Stefan. <laughs> I was going to get to you. And uh, these guys have a CD out called Adrenaline, and they had been out with Corn and Ozzy a few months back and will be going out with White Zombie and Pantera in the month of August. Right now, they're doing their own sort of uh, club tour before they get into the Warped Tour. How much of the Warped Tour are you guys going to do? The first half. Yeah, basically till, till uh, it runs into the Pantera Tour. So it ends at the end of this month. Or the end of July, and uh, who 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 is out on the Warp tour beside you guys? I I, I don't know really. I, I know a couple bands, but I mean, you know, if I said one band, I'd probably have to say them all. So, but it's gonna kick ass. Oh yeah, well, we're playing. Okay, <laughs> maybe you are the Warp tour this year. 
We don't know about it. The tour's going to end. We're going to be the only band there. Well, what's going on? As soon as you guys leave to go with uh, Pantera, that's it. Tour end. Drew, you here? I'm here. You ready to take some calls? I'm ready. Pierce, 26, you're on Loveline with the Deftones. Dr. Drew, Adam, Deftones, Mahalo. I kind of have a serious question. I don't really have any friends wanted for murder or anything, but uh, <laughs> I'm 26 years old, and I'm wondering, I've been drinking since I've been about 17 years old, and I'm wondering, are there any, like, si- uh, not side effects, but uh, um, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Signs? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> is there any uh, indications that, that I might that, have that, cirrhosis? Of that would liver? be that would be signs of cirrhosis. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, th- I thought you said lines. No I'm signs. Like, Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> um, well, uh, really, not that you could determine for yourself. I mean, I, I can tell you some of the things, but it's very hard to determine. Even with the somebody who's trained to pick these things up, really, the only way to tell for sure, unless you have advanced cirrhosis. The uh, preliminary stages really down. really can only be determined with uh, liver biopsy. And uh, this is rather ironic because we were just talking to uh, Chino and Stefan about their beverages of choice. I can hear him chewing that ice. Chino's got himself a uh, Gatorade and vodka, which I, I we couldn't find a name for it, but I'm going to call it the white trash. <laughs> that is the white trashiest drink I've ever heard in my life, using Gatorade as a mixer. <laughs> He says yeah. it uh, it uh, re- replenishes his fluid <laughs> as it drains him of fluid. <laughs> and uh, Stefan has a, uh, what is that? That's a little OJ and rum. OJ and rum. Citrus rum. Oh, yeah. We were getting into that. Pierce, <clears throat> you into citrus rum? Uh, well. What is act- your drink? What is my wait a minute, drink? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pierce, if you're worried that you're dying of alcohol consumption, of alcoholism, why don't you do something about that? Well, I, actually, it's not. It's not. I really don't drink a lot. It's usually three times a week. If you and... are drinking sufficiently to believe that you could even possibly have cirrhosis, well, it's more of a. I'm more of a binge drinker. Um, Whatever. When I go out, I feel I drink too much. Look, you obviously drink a lot if you believe you could have advanced liver disease. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I don't believe I have it. But I there's like different things like uh, physically going on with me that are like such as I, all right. Why don't you tell me about? It? I'll, I'll tell you whether or not they. Okay, well is. this is it's kind of embarrassing, but it's a like penis. my urine has kind of a, a strange stench to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not embarrassing. Well, that could that could I don't just, think that's the liquor, man. That could be an infection. <laughs> um, well, no, I don't think it is. Um, I it, it's come up, and since it's come up, it's come up in the last four or five days. Yeah. And I I haven't had any like. Hold on, Chino. You want to get a tumbler over there and make me a martini? <laughs> For Christ's sake, back off the mic with that ice. Wait, you you might have thirsty. just a plain old urinary tract infection. Okay. okay. All right. In fact, that's virtually well, certain. Could it also be that maybe I've I've changed to a really high fiber, low fat diet? No. Is there anything that no? Like, you know, could that be <laughs> no causing it? No. He's no. washing his tofu down with Jack. <laughs> what is the other? What are the other signs you're having? Oh no, that's about it. Mainly, you know, I just figured. I know, uh, I know the the kidneys uh, filter out uh, any impurities in the blood, or so on and so forth. And I figured if if the liver wasn't doing its job, the kidneys wouldn't be doing their job sufficiently. And you know, that's not the way it works. Oh, the vodka crans. No, Pierce. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I know Drew doesn't like this, but I would like to know about how much alcohol he consumes in an average week. So first, what is your drink, Pierce? Okay. I usually drink beer. Okay. Beer, beer, just light beer, as a matter of fact. I know it's the uh-huh. pussy bear, but oh well. Um, and I'll go out to the bar, and we have 23-ounce taps. I'll have probably 
four of those on a Friday and maybe five on a Saturday. And okay, maybe- so four, uh, four out of 23. So that's about, uh, four of those is about eight beers. Eight beers and five would be 10. So you drink about 18 beers a week? Uh, yeah, and then maybe two, like on Tuesday, we'll go and play trivia. They have not an trivia game. We'll, I'll have like two of those. <laughs> that's 20. Yeah. So oh. that, and, but that, that's on. Deftones drank that on the way yeah, in. It was during the last commercial break. They polished off a pony cake. Yes, that's, you know, that's you, not that's not a lot of beer. You got problems. Whoa! <laughs> I'm, I must that's, be oh yeah, yeah. And you know, Chino, I, I you've been dead for three months. Like, if you know. uh, if he's got problems, <laughs> they'd figure. You know, you'd think I could figure this out now that I'm 26. You know, who you know, I see people drinking just tons and tons. You know, but I'm the type of guy that you know. My all right, we don't right, care well, what kind of guy Pierce. Right. Here's here's an important distinction though: is that uh, for women, uh, women are about five times more likely to get cirrhosis than men. That that level of consumption could definitely predispose to cirrhosis in women. New uh, study just came out, Drew. I don't know if you're on top of this or not, but women have caught up to men in the consumption of all bad things. Mm. They they're up there. They've they've come even uh, to to men or at least teenage tobacco. teenage women. Right. Tobacco, alcohol, uh, mar- illicit drugs. So they're right. we're all even now, gang. So the 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 uh, playing field has been leveled. Hmm. Quite literally. Absolutely. All right, Drew. I don't even know why I said absolutely there. Sarah, 13, you're on Love Line with the Deftones. Hi. Hey. Um, I have a question. Um, how do you know when a guy likes you? <laughs> Gets a boner? <laughs> no, on a serious note, how do you... Does he, like, tell, without telling you directly, how do you know... Let's ask Chino and Stefan. Um... Stevan, when you like a girl, what, what do you do besides tell her to meet you out and uh, get, <laughs> tell the roadie to go get her out to the van? Not, and not so much what you guys would do. What did you do when you were 13 or 14 well, like Sarah is? Yeah. Uh, Sarah's 13. Man, when I was 13, I was scared. Me I too. can remember it. I wrote, I wrote a note and slipped it in the locker at best. Turned out to be a guy's locker, and you had to date him for six months. No, it, but... was, it was frightening. So, so a girl probably would not be able to tell if you liked her or not, oh, right? You'd hide that. You'd be afraid well, no, of that. You, your friends, all your... When you're that young, I mean, your friends talk. Everyone starts talking. It gets around, and then you know, it's usually it's just like a matter of friend. You ask a friend, you know. So the way to find out is ask one of her friends. Well, you know, one of his friends. Yeah, yeah, that that's a friend. Right, and you, you map everything out with your friends before you make a move. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like uh, you're the general, and they're like the field marshals <laughs> or something, and and the sergeants and the and corporals, and you get them all together, and you go, okay, man, you know why I've called you here, and you get like a big map of the school terrain out, and you, this marker <laughs> represents you, and you get a this marker represents her, and we're gonna meet by the locker at 0800 hours. Exactly. You try to figure everything out, and then the funny part is, is you send them out to go do it, and then like with me, they would come back and go. Um, we asked her, man, and she don't like you. And then I'd argue with her. I'd argue with him. What do you mean? What kind of talk is that? It was like Hitler when he was going crazy. Get back out there and do your job. Sarah? Yeah. So you need to get your friends to go do your bidding for you. Oh, well, one of his friends told me that he liked me. There you go. There you go. He likes you then. Compulsive liar. He's the, oh, the other guy's a compulsive liar. Well, ask another friend. So, but. Well, as you get older, it won't even matter. All they'll do is just say hi, and that's all you need to know. Right. You can, you can see it in their eyes. Okay. All right, Sarah. All right. You just feel it out. You'll get your answers. All right, thanks. But here's the deal, Sarah. When you get your answer, you got to be prepared to to uh, move, mm-hmm. R- right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All right, thanks. All right. Hey, producer Ann. We gonna play another Deftones song uh, coming up sometime? Yes. Oh, we are. 
I'll let you know. All right. Well, let me just give uh, some well, quick thanks, plugs here, guys. Uh, well, thank me. I'm the one who woke her up. All right. Uh, Friday, June 7th, they're going to be in Denver, Colorado at the Mercury Cafe. So Ogden. They got changed. Remember Ogden Theater? Yeah. So you, it's you guys said Mercury, didn't you? Yeah, but then we, we just wrong. found out it got changed. All right. So is it Ogden or what? It's Ogden for sure. Well, you, if you, Denver's not that big. You should hear them. Exactly. <laughs> Saturday, June 8th, they're going to be in Wichita, Kansas at Rock Island. And Wednesday, June 19th, they will be in Louisville. Louisville. All right. I always screw that one up. Kentucky at the uh, Phoenix Hill Tavern. And uh, <clears throat> we'll still be back here at this crappy place. Be right back. Austin. Dr. Drew? Yeah, Mike? TrueCar.com is the new way to buy a car. It is changing car buying forever. Simple, fair, and it's a fun way to buy a car, that TrueCar.com. And you save time and money, and you never overpay. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, what and it are you doesn't talking about? I love talking to those salesmen with the big, wide ties. Come oh, on, now. come on. Drew, now you're just being crazy. No. The TrueCar.com, they help you get rid of the fear that you might overpay. Here's how it works. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in your market, shares it with consumers so they never overpay. The average savings is $3,046 off MSRP. That's, that's insane. Over yeah. a million cars have been sold. By our True Car Certified Dealer Network, over 40,000 cars were sold by True Car Certified Dealers just last month. Over 7,000 dealers in the Certified Dealer Network. One in five dealers is a True Car Certified Dealer. And those certified dealers go through a certification process, and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor the savings that you lock in. So here's the three-step process. Three-step. Guaranteed savings. First, go to TrueCar.com. Find out what others paid for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And third is simple. Print out your certificate. Take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for better, hassle-free buying experience. TrueCar has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. TrueCar.com. Boom. Phone number here at Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. The snorting and hoofing in the background. This is snort and hoof of Chino and Steven, both from the Deftones. I got a CD out called Adrenaline. I'm going to see if we can squeeze in a quick call here before we go to the 10-second break. Doug, 24, you're on Loveline. Doug? Yes. Yes. Go. You're on Loveline. All right. All right. Um, I've had a couple of questions. Um, I've heard you guys badmouth <clears throat> penis piercings a lot, and I was uh, badmouth. Yeah, pretty much. And I was curious um, why you have the feeling that it's um, due to trauma in, the, in childhood. Oh, because and... that's just the pattern. That's the people that tend to do that tend to have had that history. Okay. Um, I have a few. I seem to. I would like to think for myself that I'm a pretty well-adjusted individual, and. Um, I, I just don't see that in my life. I'm, I'm curious what kind of people you usually run into that have that. What kind of pe- people do we usually run into whose penis, penises are pierced? I don't, I don't run into many penis piercings. Is, is your penis pierced? Yeah, I've got uh, ten of them. Wh- why? <laughs> Say again? Why? Why? Yeah. Um, it's 
started off as a fad. I'm, I've got 15 total, and um, yeah, but what, why? Like, that, why? Are, do you, that, that, are, you, like, are you the one that sees it, or what? Or like, you know what I mean? Um, I is mean, it, is it for you, or is it you know for attention? What is it? You know? It's not something I parade around. I mean, I don't walk around with my dick hanging out of my pants all the time. But yeah, how do you operate with that much hardware? <laughs> um, your your schwanz weighs like 11 pounds now, doesn't it? <laughs> That's not a piercing. That's a that's a chandelier, by the way. That's a keychain he's got that's down a, there. That's a chime. He's like that's a, a janitor. You can hear him coming down the hall. Doug. Yes. Really? How do you operate with ten uh, things coming from your your honker? There are sides to the. Um, when my penis gets hard, just the balls poke out, so it gives more of a French tickler effect. I would say. Oh, because when my penis gets hard, my balls sag. Oh, it, it's not the balls. It's the actual penis itself. The barbell balls. Of the barbells side of the... and uh, Just Prince a little Albert. ball humor, guys. Settle down. Ball humor. Uh, now, so you have it. You, you have it. Sort of. It's like ribbed along. Is it along the side? No, it's along the bottom. Um, I've got eight frenum piercings, a Prince Albert, and then Ampelang. All right. How many times have you been stuck? <laughs> How many times have I been stuck? Do you ever get stuck with all that yeah, hardware? Let's take a break and let's no. come back. All right. to this guy. Yeah, Doug, we're fascinated, so we're gonna we're gonna put uh, Frank and Schwanz on on hold, and we'll be back in ten. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, we're back with the uh, Deftones. Uh, Dr. Drew has uh, pulled out the marks a lot and is drawing uh, Caller Doug's penis. Well, I, you don't have to I'll draw just, the testicles, too. Just, it's a little weird now, Doc. Because he's, he's got them here, he's got them here, it sounds like. Oh, in the testes? The testicles? Wow, that's a huge penis. You're really too kind. What are you, what are you family? You don't even know Doug. Believe me, if he was drawing my penis, it would look like a toothpick. All right, we're going to get back and talk to uh, Doug and find out what the deal is over here. Doug? Doug? Yeah. Help us understand. Um, I, I want to get a visual. You want to get a visual. Right. Okay, you've got eight little barbells that run from um, basically the base to the head along the bottom of the shaft. Uh, oh, uh, so, uh, do they come clean through? Uh, no, it's just a surface piercing on the bottom. They're called frenums. Oh, okay. Uh, creates a kind of a ladder effect. Oh, oh okay. They yeah. go this way. All right. I was going vertical. They go horizontally. Right. Yeah, along the bottom. Okay. I've got a Prince Albert. Uh-huh. Okay. We know where that is. Okay. And then the Ampelang is a barbell that goes straight through the head horizontally. <laughs> That's some real stuff right there. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I get a, a beach ball in the groin. I'm not right for, for six months. <laughs> I could I could only imagine what would happen to me if I had one of these things done. Any uh, any <laughs> anesthetic uh, applied when they did this? No. Oh. oh. I don't I don't know whether you're nuts or just so much man that I should just bow to you, Doug. Well, I'm I'm saying that um I think the characterizations and more of the stereotypes that you guys are putting out are, are a little bit wrong. I mean, well, they're not stereotypes. I, I don't. I, I don't care what people do. I'm just reporting the facts as I see them, and I see this a lot. Okay. Uh, uh -huh. you know, I've never seen, um, and very often people come in denying it uh, into, into a treatment setting, say, and uh, you find out later that yeah, indeed there was some substantial abuse. They just didn't perceive it that way. Doug. Yeah. Can you get through an airport? Um, airports are okay. Uh, federal houses are kind of a problem. 
Federal houses? Federal, like, buildings. Federal. I, had corner. I had that problem today, man. The lady, the lady was holding the thing to my face, man. Oh, because, yeah. yeah. Because you well, got that I, nose ring. Yeah, but I mean, she was like tripping me out with that that thing. My, she, well, you know I, what I mean? She put it in my eyes. Was, yeah, but it's it. better than where they're swinging it around Doug. Well, I'm, Doug I'm got cop, problems. So well, I still want to know matter. Doug gets stuck from time to time. Doug. Yeah. Do you go into battle donning all, all that armor? <laughs> Pretty much. You do? Yeah. And... What I want to know have you have you been with any women that didn't know that you were uh, the Tin Man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. want to know about all those things. I mean, the yeah, condom I thing, you know, the oral thing. I mean, that that puzzles me. Yeah, okay, that, that is a good question, Stefan. What what do you do about a condom? Um, you put it on real slow. Okay, and they don't they don't rip or anything. No, actually, the the bottom frenum, the one down at the shaft, you can kind of tuck the condom underneath that, and it never falls off. <laughs> Wow. And, and, all right, now. Built in the vice. So you've been with women that did not know that you've had this uh, procedure done beforehand, right? Mm hmm. And w what was there? Anyone just scream and run out of the room? Um, actually, I've gotten more compliments than anything. Hey, nice pecker. <laughs> nice ladder. So, and, and what's it do to a woman? Um, seriously, it does give the effect more of a French tickler. Um, I've been with a couple of women that, you know, were complaining that they had never reached uh, orgasm through straight intercourse, and the effect produced by the extra balls and the extra bumps has actually gotten them there. <laughs> yeah. Doug, you got like a, a hardware store strapped onto you when you get down. Yeah, I get, I get discounts. All right. Myers. Doug, uh -huh. keep that weapon away from people's butt. That's, <laughs> that's oh, could you imagine? Can you imagine Doug chasing you around the house with that thing? I'm all good. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's my take on the penis and the piercing. Many things on the human anatomy, the male anatomy, are, are ripe for modification. You, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So your eyebrows grow together once in a while, you pluck them. You get a little nasal hair, you cut that off. Maybe uh, you get some braces or uh, some caps on your teeth. The penis... Needs no modification. No. That's one of the few things on the male body that works well and looks okay on just about everybody. The biggest, fattest, ugliest guy in the world still has a pretty good penis. You really shouldn't mess with that penis. It should be last on everyone's list. Do everything first, then get to the penis. <clears throat> Drew, your nodding does not help me on this radio show. I, you're always right. Okay, I thank agree. you. All right. <laughs> I need the reassurance. Amanda, 15. Hi. Hey. Um... Okay, I'm having, like, a really, really big problem. This guy that I've been going out with for a really long time, my mom found out that whenever we were drunk together that he threatened to hit me, that he didn't mean it. Did he hit you? No, he he threatened to, but, you know, he didn't do it. He threatened to if I, like, got this guy's number. But he didn't do it. How long have you been going out? For about a year. How old is he? He's 16. Okay. Continue. Well, I mean, he would never hurt me, and I mean, he told me that after he sobered down and everything, he just got really mad because this guy tried to give me his number and he tried to get my number. And my cousin told my mom what happened, and my mom said that if I continue to go out with him, that she's going to send me away to girls' school and all this other crap. Oh, I wish I could have got sent away to one of those girls' schools, <laughs> Amanda. Uh -huh. But you understand that your poor mom's sitting around the house. Your cousin comes in and says, "Hey, this guy." threaten to hit 
your daughter, your little angel, Amanda. You can understand she'd be concerned. I mean, just because he didn't actually follow up with his threat does not mean that this guy's not a tremendous a-hole. Well, you should not threaten to hit people. Exactly. What you should do is say, your shoe's untied, and then, you know, just knee them. <laughs> but not a woman. You don't hit women, and you don't threaten to hit women. Well, see, to make it worse, my mom told one of my ex-boyfriends about it. And see, my mom didn't have a problem with me going out with this guy that was 21. Because, I mean, I don't know, she just didn't. And she told him about it. Now then he's out looking for him. He's been looking for him for quite a while. I won't tell him where he lives. And, I mean, everything's just so hectic just because my cousin telling her this. I don't want to break up with him. All right, so you trust the guy completely. Yeah. All right. I'm guessing one day he will have an extra drink and will hit you. If he's yeah. talking about it, no doubt, yep. it's coming. Yep. And those are all the ones that say they'll never hurt you. They'll, it's coming, definitely. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> are you prepared for that, Amanda? Well, see if he does. I mean, you're gonna get I'm out like everyone pick else. Pick up a huh? beer bottle and hit him over the head with it. If, you know, but. Okay. Well, just as long as you maim him, that's fine. But see, I wouldn't break up with him. That's. I'm, I mean, I. I don't like know if I want to or if I don't want to or what. All right. So you, here's your basic problem. You want to be with them and your mom's forbidding it. Yeah, and that's just making me want to be with them more, though. <laughs> it's fact my mom's telling me not to. <laughs> yes, that is, uh, good, that is good teenage logic. So here's the deal, Amanda. Mm -hmm. And here's the answer we give to uh, all people that are trying to sort of square things away with mom or dad. Cannot be done in one sitting. Right. There's, uh, you know, it's not like you're going to play your mom that Mission Impossible tape. She's going to get her directions. The thing self-destructs, and now you can go out and date the guy. It doesn't work that way. This is a slow, methodical process. She has, he, he has to regain her trust. He has to earn her trust. And earning is sort of, uh, it's, it's, it takes a while. Well, whenever he came over and tried to explain to my mom that he wasn't going to hurt me, my mom picked up the phone and called my ex-boyfriend, told him that <sighs> Mike was there. And so he left because he didn't want to get shot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. All right. Are, 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 are you thinking about moving out of the trailer soon? <laughs> you live in a trailer, don't you, Amanda? No. Really? <laughs> you uh, use a rope to hold up your pants? <laughs> Uh, no, just a big belt with a big marijuana leaf on it. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> Does your uh, mom make her own gin in the bathtub? <laughs> I suspect that your mom has put up with a lot of abuse over the years, and you probably saw that. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so that's why, you're, and that's why you're seeking out these kinds of relationships. That's why we can virtually guarantee you this guy is going to yep. escalate the abuse, and, and you're, and you're not, not going to break up with him. Yeah, well, if not him, the next, she'll find the one that will. Right. Do you understand that trend, Amanda? And believe me, your mom knows. She's been through it. And she's probably just doesn't want to see you make the same mistakes and, and suffer the same uh, atrocities that she's suffered in her teenage years and, and uh, adult life. Well, At the same time, she's gotten her right to it, though. What did you say? I was in an abusive relationship before. Okay. But, I mean... You're, I in, you're in one now. <laughs> yeah. Your antenna is bent. You know what I'm saying, Amanda? You do not know... You cannot decipher who is good for you and who is bad for you. As a matter of fact, it's 180 degrees off. And mom's not helping one bit. Amanda, mm -hmm. everyone in this room, even though we're all kind of getting loaded now. <laughs> What's up? A lot of booze going around here. 
Dr. Drew's just, uh, he's just uh, freaking out on caffeine and popcorn. We all feel like this guy's bad for you, all right? And there's uh, 200 years of uh, knowledge, drunken knowledge between the four of us, all right? Let him go. Let him go. All right. All right. She's not going to let him go. Absolutely not. Deftones have a uh, CD out called Adrenaline. We're going to be uh, playing something off of that uh, <clears throat> soon enough. They're going out on tour. They're going to... Uh, where are you guys from? Sacramento? Sacramento. California. Know that. Did you guys uh, know each other, grow oh, up no. together? Yeah, I've known Stefan since I was about 11. Really? Just from, yeah, just from being, like, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so we've known each other for a while. You went to the same uh, school and everything like that? No, no, no. We never went to school together, ever. But we Did just you ever go to school in general? Oh, I graduated, yeah. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Look at you now. You're a big rock star. Why does he have to laugh at me like that? That's messed up. Well, you know, these guys with their... Drew does this to me all the time. He waves that degree around. He thinks, uh, he thinks because he has a piece of paper... With a couple of digits on it and his name and some sort of degree that that makes him smarter than I somehow. He's right, but I'm not going to admit it. So you guys grew up together. Yeah. And our, our, our uh, drummer, Abe, I've known him since like the seventh. I went to school with him, so I've known him since like the seventh grade. And um, so I introduced them two together. They started playing together. I kind of got in the mix a little bit. And um, they needed a singer. They asked me to sing. I, I didn't know how to sing. I just tried it. It worked. But how, uh, so how old were you guys when you guys actually became the Deftones? I was 16. I'm 22 now. I'll be 23 this month. Okay. I was 18 going on 19 at the time. All right. So you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah. I mean, for, for guys that are pretty young. Oh, yeah. We've been just over seven years now. We so. started basically, yeah, when we were in high school. Which is kind of cool because you, you worked out all the all, all the kinks early. <laughs> and now you're young and, uh, and the success is happening at a fairly young age for you guys. Oh, yeah. I mean. We've gone through a lot together. I mean, we still go through stuff. You know, people go, don't you guys ever fight? And we go, well, we fought a lot. I mean, years ago, I mean, we we went through a lot of fighting, but not not so much. Because you got all that teenage testosterone oh, floating yeah. around. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like you got two choices. I'm either going to hump someone or I'm going to smack someone. Yeah, well, we never, like, fist fought. I mean, we push yeah, each we, other every once in a while. But we, we do never. now. We fist fight sometimes. Right. But, but it's always a smile. It's a good thing. Sure. Yeah. That's right. You beat the crap out of them, but you're laughing all the way. <laughs> Justin, 16, you're on Love Line. Yeah, hey, what's up, Deftones? What's what up? What's you, like, you guys are cool. Thanks, man. Thank you. Seen you guys a couple times already, and, uh... Where? Last time, Soma. You're lying. We never played there. Huh? Just kidding. No, we, uh... <laughs> no, no, yeah. What, what was that? Was that the last time we played there, or the time before that? Bad uh, Rains? April. April, yeah, that was the time. We, that was all the insane. That was the drama night. Yeah. The night when all that drama, the last call was about. But, um, little room. anyways, I heard you guys are, like, making an appearance in the Crow movie. Yeah, that City comes... Oh, Justin, thanks for doing my job. Yeah. I wrote that down somewhere and then lost it. I think I'm using it for a coaster now. But you know, I was wondering, is there going to be a new song on the soundtrack or what? Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, there is a new song on there, and this one we're playing in the movie. We're actually, we're not acting in it. Don't trip. We're just kind of doing what we do here, but we're doing it, uh, doing it in the movie. And, and the song is called Teething. Oh, okay. I heard that. Wait, you guys okay, are you sitting around that. and getting loaded in the movie? <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> we you did. Guys we did you guys are the you guys are the band uh, in 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 the club scene. Well, it's, it's outside. It's downtown yeah, LA. It's we found it. It was, it was like a big festival kind of type of thing going on. That's kind of cool. It's it's supposed to be. You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You know what I mean? All right. And um, song number eleven. What is that called? Fire. Oh, that's called Fist. Fist. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right. I think I rented that. <laughs> What's that about? Oh, that's not about. That's about no, punching people. It's a special yeah. kind of love. It's not a sexual thing. <laughs> Justin? Yeah. You okay? Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> All right, so let's talk about the crow for a second. How did you guys get onto that? Somebody asked somebody, and they asked us, and we said, "You All never right. really know about all that. It's all it's their but, doings." But we just do it. Did somebody? You, you don't know, like somebody uh, from the production end of it saw you guys playing or something like no, that. Was, something like that, yeah. And who Basically, do they? Who do they have uh, taking uh, Brandon uh, Lee's part? Vincent Perez. He's, a, he's like a uh, he's a European foreign actor. film star kind of thing, you know. Right. But he kind of, you know, Is it, he looks like him, doesn't he? He does the actually. He actually, a, he looked when I saw him. I was like, "Dang!" You know, it does look. Like, it looks a lot like him. Yeah, and they kind of use. Uh, I mean, he's kind of made up and stuff in it too, mm-hmm. so they could same sort little of... flip, flippy haircut kind of thing too. I don't know. I mean, well, let's have some respect for the dead now. Yeah. Let's not make fun of his hair. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no, uh, no blanks and no guns in this one. Uh, hopefully, I guess oh. the film's all the film's all done, right? I don't. I think so. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it uh, should be. If not, they're behind schedule. Coming to a theater near you uh, sometime soon. Amanda, 16, you're on Love Line with the Deftones. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Hi. Um, I have a question. I'm allergic to my boyfriend's cum. <laughs> what? No. Literally, seriously. Allergic to what? You get a rash? Yeah. And it's like never happened before <laughs> with anybody else except him. She's uh, sperm uh, intolerant, Drew. But now I, only with him, though. He you, said it's because he has super sperm. <laughs> so what? You're you're on the birth control pill or something? When guys do that. Yeah, Amanda. I'm on the shot. The Depo Provera shot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are lots of reactions that people can get. How do you know it's an allergic reaction? Well, I wasn't on the shot when it first happened. How do you know it's an allergic reaction? How do you know it's not an infection or some kind of? Uh, just hives. Some kind of irritation that you, the God knows what, that he's causing. No, he went on my stomach and my chest and stuff, and I broke out wherever it landed. <laughs> he didn't put his initials or anything there, did he? <laughs> no. How, what type of breakout? Fungus? No, just uh, like... Allergic. It looked like a chia belly. Allergic. <laughs> well, so, like, like anyone, like anyone who had an allergic reaction to, what, chocolate or something like that? You'd take uh, Benadryl. Or there's, you know, there's lots of anti-allergy medication you can, you can get. There's Zyrtec and Claritin now. That's a shame. Is this guy, uh, is he eating a Derwiner schnitzel? Is he a what? Is he a wiener dude? What's he doing? What's he eating? He, but he really told you it's because he has super sperm. That yeah. was his excuse. Believe me, that sounds like a that sounds like a good teenage guy answer, yeah. doesn't it? Damn. Yeah, that's like me. Like, oh yeah, oh no, that's not all my penis. Eighty uh, percent of it's actually inside of my abdomen, but that's that's all that sticks out. Amanda, yeah, you're gonna have to get yourself a uh, like a rain slicker. Like, uh, you ever see a Gallagher concert? People up there in the front row, and he's uh, smashing watermelons Tries with the sledge. Oh, yeah, yeah, but how about how about he put on the rain slicker and they practice safe sex? Oh, Man, that's heavy. Well, he... <laughs> man, you're you're just down to earth, man. Yeah. Well, she took the Depra Provera. I understand, but that's the way it goes. So she's mm-hmm. extra protected. Oh, well, uh, I don't want to get too uh, graphic, but as long as the, the the ship is sinking, what about on the inside parts there? Well, I'm... I never used to get sore when I did it with anybody, and with him, I get sore like. Within mm-hmm. a few minutes of it. Amanda, let me give you a quick tip when it comes to talking to guys about sex and super sperm and whatnot. Try not to use other guys' sperm as an example quite so often. Guys hate that, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been with a ton of guys. 
I've uh, drank uh, gallons of sperm. <laughs> Never affected me before. This one Don't you guys guy. hate that when you hear oh. when you hear that story? Oh, it's the worst. Stomachs be turning. <laughs> All right, Amanda. So uh, just uh, worship the super sperm, as the, <laughs> the, like the deity it is, and uh, yeah, have him have him put a jacket on. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, Drew. You ever you ever heard? I've never heard that one. I never heard that. I actually have heard of it, but uh, never to the point that the skin reacts also. That's very strange. It's usually just something uh, internal. I'm just thinking whether or not there's anything else, like whether it could have somehow transmitted a herpetic infection right. or that broke out. I, but really, uh, I, I, you know, it's hard to tell just by what she's telling us on the phone. Well, when we come back with the deaf tones, we are going to hear uh, something else off their CD, Adrenaline. Love line will be right back. Why? Because we like you. Hold on. Blinds galore, baby. Oh, spring is sprung, baby. Fixing up your home? Hmm, should be. Blinds, shades, blindsgalore.com. We use these guys. You need to use these guys. Everything that Blinds Galore does is 100% custom. Window treatments made for your personal window, not just your house, the window that's in your house. It's family-owned and run, over 15 years' experience selling blinds and shades. They've uh, mastered the art of helping you create the perfect window. Let's not skimp in this department. I'm telling you, man, something with some good action keeps the keeps the light out, keeps your house at 10 times cooler during the summertime. And warmer in the winter. Absolutely. Blinds galore, man. Free samples, free shipping. You get expert advice and uh, convenient. Cheap. Blinds galore. Really does have blinds galore. Go to blindsgalore.com. Let them know I sent you. That's blindsgalore.com. Dot com. Let them know. I sent you. All right. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Crowley's Dr. Drew. We have Chino Marino and Stephen Carpenter. Chino is uh, out uh, having a uh, smoko, but uh, Stefo is still hero with us. What's happening? On uh, the lovely Loveline. And... Um, Oh, let me uh, let me give you this reminder. Uh, next week we will have Dishwalla and my buds Goldfinger, who uh, I'm having an ongoing love affair with uh, ever since they were in here a couple of months ago. I ran into them in uh, Minneapolis on one of those big uh, radio shows, and I saw them last weekend in Washington D.C. And uh, the love, man, it just keeps getting stronger. I think uh, I'm going to buy Darren a ring. <laughs> <laughs> also, it is not confirmed, it is not inked in, but it's sort of penciled in, uh, Corn and Kiss, possibly next, next week. Producer Ann is uh, all over that one, and uh, hopefully it will come to fruition. Yes. So, until then, we have uh, the Deftones in the studio. They have a CD called Adrenaline. There's a song on that CD called Bored, amongst... Many other songs. Let me make that clarification. Many. Seven, uh, what about Bored? What do you got to say about this song? 
Mm. It's not about boredom, you know. It's not what. It's not the obvious, you know. Is it bored? Uh, I'm. It's not bored. I'm bored. Is it bored like skateboard? No, it has absolutely nothing to do with the word bored to begin with. Why'd you call it bored? Uh, we changed the title of it. Actually, it used to be called Oraled. Oraled? Yeah. Like the the guy, the popcorn magnet. Um, just Oraled. <laughs> it, it was about you know, in, in in along those lines of you know. Wait a minute, you saying world with a W, or oral? Oraled, like oral. What is that? <laughs> Drew, you speak Latin. What is that? I don't know. Does that mean anything? Yeah, Past tense of being oral. oral. Okay, you were oral. You oral. went to Vegas, you paid 50 bucks, and you got oral. Exactly. All right. Well, all right. But let's not live in the past, because now it's called bored, uh-huh. and here it is. Deftones off of Adrenaline. <sighs> Normal VJ, like yeah, I did. Uh, well, you, you know what it is is I'm not really a radio guy, so some, like sometimes that. I try to sound like a radio guy because I feel like I'm not a radio guy, and then I end up sounding like a radio guy, and then I sound like an idiot. Yeah, I gotta go there. But don't worry, I'll screw up later. I don't need that, do I? Chino, mm. we were uh, talking while uh, board but was we playing. Though. Oh, we weren't. Oh, we were. Yes. About you getting socked. Cold cock. Oh, like your girlfriend doesn't know she socked you one. You didn't say anything bad about her. I didn't. I've been socked by by a woman. He's been socked twice. It's, I like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't get into another fist fight here on Love Line. Now, she you made, got... She made him cry. You got socked, and she's still your girlfriend. Well, you know. And it wasn't so bad, was it? It was... It was... It was... A, it was a nice feeling knowing that somebody cared like that much about you. Yeah, it's kind of sick, but it also shows that, uh, I mean, they wouldn't do it if they didn't have any feelings. That's exactly what it is. I, uh, I got punched one time by one girlfriend. It was uh, my uh, stripper girlfriend from England, who you've often heard me talk about. <laughs> I, went, I was in a uh, softball league on Sunday. Used to go out on Sundays and play a little softball, and I promised to take her out to a little, uh, little whining and dining that uh, that evening. But instead, I decided it'd be a good idea to uh, shoot pool and drink pitchers of beer with everyone from the softball team until about 11:30 that night. In which case, I showed up at the apartment loaded, <laughs> wearing a pair of uh, those bad uh, polyester softball pants and a stupid jersey with a Nickers. dumb logo on it. And yes, my softball knickers, some cleats. And I just walked in the room, walked in the bedroom. She looked at me. She knew I was loaded. I collapsed down on the bed. I was just lying there, cleats on, glove under my arm. She came about 10 minutes later. She came into the room. She stood at the foot of the bed, said, uh, Adam, get up. I sort of knew what was coming, <laughs> but like an idiot, you know, when you're loaded, you just like a dog, you stand up. I stood up at the foot of the bed. She whacked me one right in the jaw. I fell straight back on the bed, like I was taking the nasty plunge, and I just passed out. And the last thought I had before I passed out was, I'm glad she hit me, because I'm loaded, and I, I don't even remember her hitting me. And now she's guilty. 
Yeah. She feels bad. Yeah. Exactly. I would have had to go through days of, you know, no sex, mm-hmm. cold shoulder, having to, oh, come on, babe, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. let me make it up to you. Oh, Boom. Now it's all about, what about that one time you hit me, though? Right, right. And then, you know, I got a lot of mileage out because, you know, yeah, next you morning How when she was, did. like, combing her hair. You had biscuits and gravy first thing in the morning when you woke up. Absolutely. And every you time she'd, like, on scratch like the back of her head, I'd flinch. Huh, huh, don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do it in public and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, always. So all the burden was off of me. It was uh, one quick right hand, and, uh, you know, I was back down on the bed, and none the worse for wear. I recommend it. More and more pathology in your relationships we find out about as There's time nothing goes wrong on. with getting belted once in a while, wow. Drew. Michelle, 13, you're on the love line with oh. the Deftones. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, I just want to say that um, Dr. Jane Adam, you guys rule. Okay, I listen to you every night. Thank you. And when Goldfinger comes on, tell him I said hi because they're my favorite group. Uh, we're we're gonna oh be god. we're gonna oh be oh my god oh my god we're gonna be in each other. <laughs> Believe me. There, okay. There's gonna be fluid being passed back and forth between me and the Goldfinger guys. Juices. Okay. <laughs> I'll pass a little on from you, okay, Michelle? Okay. You have a question? Uh huh. Um. Uh. Do you guys like do psychology? Like, cause. Um, I have reason to believe that I was abused as a little kid, but I don't really remember it. What What are the reasons you believe this? Um, I have this disease, and, like, it's herpes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't do anything to get it. Mm. And all the doctors and the social worker and my parents and my friends are all like, well, did you get abused? Did you get abused? So... It's certainly, it's, it's an obvious concern, right? Uh-huh. And, Michelle, what do we uh, call herpes here on Loveline? I don't know. Oh, you're a huge fan, aren't you, baby? I don't really. <laughs> Happies. Every night, but. Happies. It makes Happies. people much more comfortable talking about it. Someone's knocking at my door. Oh, no. Anyway, um. Michelle, a couple things. Uh, you don't have this on your lips or mouth, do you? No. Nothing like this. The better one. What's that? <laughs> the worst one. Genital. Yeah. True. How yeah. stupid are you? Come on, what's that look for? I, I, I'm not following her way of thinking and nothing on your nothing on your skin anywhere else your hands or anything like that well, not anymore what do you mean not anymore i'm taking therapy for it so you had it on your hands before uh-huh. you, you, when it's on your fingers it's called herpetic whitlow yeah and if well, it's it, everywhere and if you get it it's everywhere it was everywhere well yeah but where Sounds did it yummy. start is the big no, question wait a minute. what do you mean it's I everywhere never heard about all that it, it started in the genitals okay yeah and then it got to the lips and then it just went everywhere else. Where else? Um, I had little spots on my hands. That was it. So, well, so yeah, she adjusted herself down there, and then maybe it's she not, doesn't typically do that. Oh, does not at all. So no. wait a minute, wait a minute. If you I mean, have, there is such a thing, but you have genital herpes, yeah, and you you break out, yeah, and you scratch yourself down there, yeah, and then you you know wipe your face. You wouldn't get them on your lips. You could. So possible. The, and and of course it'd be on your hand because that's what that, that was the conduit. Again, the hand. It, it, auto inoculation isn't that easy to do uh, in that direction. Uh, it, it goes from the mouth to the crotch could, more it easily. Could, it could do that. It's just all. It, it typically it's an unusual thing to have happen, but it does happen. Uh, I just wonder if she just didn't have it in her mouth to begin with and sort of inoculated herself in some way. Well, how would she get it in her mouth <laughs> to begin with? Everybody Kissing. gets it. Everybody gets it. And they have certain forms of herpes in their mouth. Oh, okay. You know, this, she may have gotten a kind that could be transmitted around. M- Michelle. Yeah? You have no recollection of any kind of sexual abuse. No. I have this huge chunk of my memory missing. Ah. That's another problem. W- what age? Um, from three to five. 
Uh-huh. by aliens. But that's not an uncommon age for people not to remember. No, but I can remember things from when I was one and two. Really? Yeah. I no, really... Don't worry, you'll lose that. That's all gone. I think that went out Michelle, when I, like, uh, in a bong load back in 79. I think I blew out my one and two memory. Michelle, I would suggest that you see somebody who is certified, uh, a specialist in infectious disease about this. Because this doesn't sound right to me. And there are other conditions other than herpes also that can cause sores in the mouth and genitals. And that ought to be really sorted out for you. Uh, so see an infectious disease. Special. But Drew, isn't it kind of weird that everyone, including the family, is like really panicking and saying, well, maybe we're molested. It is kind of wild. I mean, it? doesn't that seem like uh, they're sort of uh, yelling fire in a crowded movie house? I mean, it seems a little irresponsible. I, I, we, we, the, but who knows how that came well, about. Well, just agree with me then. You're always right. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Christ's sake. Happy. The phone number for Loveline, 1-800-5191. Call now, are you sick? Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you have been asking for it. So here it is. We're going to give you three episodes of Classic Loveline every week. That means more of those amazing classic Loveline show moments. Why don't you say who she is for anybody who hasn't seen the show? Uh, Jenny McCarthy is an uh, ex-playmate, good-looking sidekick who what? is basically the Vanna White of uh, Singled Out. And she's very intelligent. Yes, she is. Now, is it one of those things where she's very intelligent for someone who has an ass <laughs> like that? Download them every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at podcastone.com. Back with just a little more love line. I like this song. You're right. Is that Cracker? You know, uh, Anne, are you in there? Anne, did you, in Washington last week, did you see Cracker play? Yes, I did. Didn't they just rock? They were awesome. Really nice guys, too. Really nice guys and really rock. Talked mm-hmm. to them a little bit in the uh, hotel and everything. Just Real cool guys. Adam. I know. <laughs> I'm like band whore. You almost are. like our road manager Wedge. She knows everybody. Oh, I love them. I love, I love the kids and their music today. Fantastic. We're here with the Deftones. Hello. And believe me, if I run into you guys somewhere, too, I'm going to be uh, snuggling up just like I do to all the bands. Yeah, all right. yeah. We're here with Chino Marino and Stefan Carpenter, both Hello. from the Deftones. They got a CD called Adrenaline. They're now autographing them for the uh, various love line yeah 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 hurry up hurry up yeah well that's what you do it's some of the uh some of the things you have to do when you're big star and 35 you're on love line hi um i have a question for dr all right hold on uh uh we have to we have to cut off uh chino's booze he's getting surly now (laughs) go ahead ann Okay, nothing worse than a surly drunk. Um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, Amy. Um, Doctor, I noticed that whenever anyone brings up relationships where there's a big age difference that you're really negative about it, I, I mean, when the two are like, you know, consenting adults and stuff. Not, not does with it, the, does no, it, no, 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 like no, not ever work or? Wait, no, wait, no, no. We're, we're usually making an issue when one is still developmentally in a to- wholly different place in their life. How about 35 and 25? I don't have any problem with that. That's fine. Your peers, your peers, you're in the same place in your life, you have the same concerns, you have the same, you know, you'll be, you'll be thinking about the same things, you'll understand things in the same way. Well, all right, it's, it's not the world's healthiest. 
It isn't. Why not? I have no what, problem. I have no problem with that. I guess I'm. There's nothing wrong I with want, it. I guess I I'm having like guilt or something. Yeah. Well, I wonder if there's a. I wonder if if you, if you have a problem with it. However, because because when I'm talking to a 19 year old who's dating a 50 year old, you you it triggers you to think about your relationship, and I don't even put those in the same category. I, mean, I wouldn't even be thinking about those kinds of issues with your relationship, but you are. Yeah. Yeah. And. So think yeah. back. Think back to when you're 25 and the thoughts that were running through your uh, your mind at age 25. And think what you know now at 35. Not the same person, are you? No, not at all. Right. Now, it doesn't mean you wouldn't have liked yourself when you were 25, and it doesn't mean you know you couldn't have a conversation or cut your own food or anything at 25. But if you, if, you know, I look at it that way sometimes. I mean, I just turned 32, and I look back at where my head was at, at 25, and it was it was a little bit scrambled. Well, what if is it wrong if a relationship is really strongly, strongly, strong? No, you know, the physical? only thing only thing wrong with this relationship is you have a little bit of a problem with it. I mean, you feel something's wrong, Anne. Maybe that's just because I was raised Catholic. Or, I mean, or maybe it's not the the age difference okay, per I've se. Never, it's not the it's not the chronology so much as indeed where you are in your lives. I've never had a decent relationship before, okay? And I, like, totally gave up on relationships completely about five years ago. Until you met the paper boy. And what's going on with this guy? I don't know. What's different I, about this? What's this one about? It it might just be, like, physical, but if it's physical, it's right. like totally, right. hold, like... Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me talk to the boys from uh, Deftones for a second. Forget about all this junk these guys handed you. Forget about all this clerical okay, work get, for a second. Something going on here that's interesting, pal. <laughs> Absolutely, you guys are you're thinking like you're working at a public library or something. Forget about signing the CDs. I'm done. You're done. All right, slide up on the mic there and let's uh, let's cure America. Let's fix them. <laughs> What's your problem, Toots? She's dating. She's 35. <laughs> she's got one foot in the grave, and she's dating the paper boy. He's only 25, and she feels See, a little makes guilty me about feel it. Real good, Adam. Okay, yeah, that just uh, that just cleared everything. <clears throat> and I, I didn't say what, both what feet. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a big toe in the gray. It's not the whole foot. <laughs> okay, that's it. Uh, okay, now I feel great. All right, okay. but you're basically you're basically uh, dating a younger guy, and he's cool with it, right? I guess. Yeah. So what's the problem? There's no problem here, Anne. <laughs> uh, other than that, you're unsure about it. Okay. All right. So relax. You have our blessing, Drew. <laughs> the, the, I, I, the, the age issue is not, is not the issue, but there's obviously something wrong here, and uh, I think it's probably that he is having just a physical relationship, and she is having something. What? Twenty-five-year-old right. guy just having a physical relationship? Precisely. That's preposterous. Unheard of. Gary, twenty. You're on Loveline. Uh, yeah. Um, me and my girlfriend. I've uh, been looking for a third partner in our uh, sex life. You want, you want your relationship to end? We have your third and fourth right here. Hello. Catch them before they sober up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, well, me and my girlfriend have been together for five and a half years. And, and that's about enough, I guess. They're done. <laughs> Drew, could you let him finish his damn sentence, please? Yes, please. Go ahead, Gary. I'm sorry. And uh, that's okay. Um, and we're looking to uh, heighten our uh, sexual relationship, and we think heighten. we found a third person, but um, we don't really know how. And, I mean, she seems to be into it and everything, but... The way she talks and, you know, her past experience and stuff, we don't know how to instigate it, and we don't know how to bring up the fact of getting, like, um, tests and stuff. Let, you know, let, so let like... me back up a little bit. It's good that you're thinking that way about the sexually transmitted disease. Mm -hmm. That's great. 
but you said we are looking to heighten our sexual. That's what I'm right? thinking. Is you it you? Yeah, Gary. Who, whose idea was this? <laughs> this is me and my girlfriend. Seriously. When, uh, when he I'm says, calling on behalf of both of us. When Gary, is it going to be what? A boy or a girl? What's going to be? It's a girl. When Gary what says, if she, what if she wanted a boy? She doesn't, though. That's the thing. But what right. she did? Well, she did. She did, but she doesn't. She, so. All right. Mm-hmm. When Gary says we, by the way, he means it like when the queen speaks. Right. We're not amused. <laughs> okay. You know, she's talking for her. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Gary. partner. Uh-huh. So it's both of you. Yes. You both made the decision. Yes. Okay. Is she there? Yes. Because I'd like asleep. to sort of cross-check it with her. Uh, she's asleep right now. Wake uh-huh. her up. All right. No, I'm serious. Well, here. You had to wait till she was here. To ask give her. Her. She Wake her up. No, she, she jumped away from the phone. But <laughs> anyway. She's afraid. Because she's afraid to tell that to, to, to her real feelings are going to get exposed. I guess so, yeah. And the fact is she's just trying to make you happy. And this yeah. is going to end the relationship, I promise you. Yeah. It will, you think? Yeah. Are you really serious about her, Gary? Yes, very much so. She's well, I have five and something, you know, five years and some months, you know what I'm saying? It's serious, but basically. He's still a 20-year-old. They, you know, they... If you're looking for somebody else, you might as well be with somebody else. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, I'm, I'm, I personally am not looking for somebody else. She would like to engage in sex with a female, and I, you wouldn't know, mind. Like Wesley would wouldn't mind. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, whether I'm involved getting a little something, not, something. Whether I'm involved or not, I don't, I don't care. You know? Would you be joining in? If if they want, and if not, <laughs> I, and if not, I won't. I, it doesn't matter. You know. But yeah, well, wait, yeah, say that when they're halfway into it. You got a, <laughs> you got a couple of tall boys in you, and your pants are around your ankles. Yo, what about me, though? We'll see if no still means no. I may not even be here, though. I, you know, I don't know. I was just believe me, you'll call in sick that day. <laughs> but it's the same issue. Why, if she wants to be with other people, why isn't she with other people? All right. Well, listen, it's a problem, yeah. Gary. And when you see that start to happen, it, you know, it's going to generate some some. Unexpected feeling. All right. I am going to sum up this whole conversation. Here's uh-huh. what's going on. You've been together since you were 15, right? 14, yeah. How old is she? She's 20. She'll be 21 Monday. Uh, so you're about the same age. Yeah. So you've both been together forever. I mean, you're, seriously, your whole sort of dating. One, one third of your life. Dating life. One quarter. Yeah. All your reproductive years so yeah. far. Right. The, uh, the uh, well, not the golden years, but the sort of uh, off-white years, we like <laughs> to call them. Okay. Okay. Now... You guys, whether you know it or not, the relationship is sort of winding up. You're both sexual people. You're both uh, attractive people. I'm going way out on a limb here. And you both (laughs) would like to experiment because you've been cooped up with the same chicken for five years. And when you say, when you say, hey, I'd like a threesome, basically what you're saying is, is I kind of like to see other, like to see other people, uh, but I don't want to drop you. But don't worry, our love is real strong. But it really means like, hey, this thing's kind of winding up, and uh, let's see. It's kind of like, here's the way I look at the threesome. Let's browse our options. Yeah, you, you ever play miniature golf? Yeah. You, you have a real bad day, and yeah. you get to the very end, you get to the windmill. <laughs> and you go, two points if you get it here, three points. You go, you throw it forget in. that crap. I'm taking a full swing. <laughs> I, don't give a, I don't give a crap where this ball goes. I don't care if I kill someone on the 405. I'm hitting this ball as hard as I can. What? That's what that is. You don't care. You swing, and maybe it goes in the hole, but you know it ain't. You're not going to get a free game out of this one, Gary. Okay. So the relationship's over anyway Uh by virtue of the fact that you want to do this. So go do it. You have our blessing. And don't listen to Chino. His girlfriend kicks his ass. Hook it up. (laughs) She sees it. All right, Gary? Sure. All right, so go, go for broke. Okay. Yes, you all move on soon. 
and we'll be back. <laughs> Yo, G. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline, right back. Hey, it's Marnie from the Ask Women podcast, and I want to invite you to check out my website, winggirlmethod.com. Consider this site your central hub and epicenter for success with women. Whether you want to guarantee a number, a date, or a real rocking in the bedroom, I'll be your very own personal wing girl in getting you what and who you want. So check out winggirlmethod.com now and get all the tips and techniques to becoming the man every woman wants and the man that every other man wants to be. Hi, this is Bobcat Goldthwait and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Can I go now? Ah, Bobcat. You guys know uh, who Bobcat Goldthwait is, don't you? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's start first with uh, Stephen. How old would you say Bobcat oh, here is? Here we go again. <laughs> you're just absolutely taken with that. He listens to the show. I love to 46. torture him. Forty-six. Uh, all right, Chino, you're going forty-six. No, I think he's. I think he's. He's thirty. I think he looks older something. than he is. All right, but give me a guess. I say he's. He's thirty-four. He's bald. I know that. Thirty-four. <laughs> he's yeah. living on you're Mount right. Baldy. He just turned thirty-four. Yeah. All right, so Bobcat, if you're listening, uh, people do know how old they are. Although I was hoping they would say 44. But anyway, uh, oh, real fast, yeah, let's get to our last call of the night. Karen, 25, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. I'm just calling to find out if Stefan is available. Available for are what? Are you? Like, what, does, he, <laughs> does he have no girlfriend? What do you want to know? What? I just want to know. Well, who are you? I'm Karen. And? I'm, I know you. you. You don't know me. You uh-huh. might know Stefan. I know both of you. You don't who, know me. Where do you know him from, Karen? San Jose. Uh huh. Anyway, I never been there. What in me? Yeah. What? What in me? I was just wondering if Stefan was available. That's all. He's right there. Available for what? Go ahead. Let her ask. She wants to talk to you about something. Obviously, what? A date. A date? Yeah. I'm available for all dates. Oh, okay. You want all that? Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of man right there. You know what I'm saying? About 260. Yeah, I know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of love, though. Hey, Karen. Yes. Have you have you been intimate with uh, Stefan, or are you just curious? Just curious. Uh huh. What do you look like? Um. She obviously kind of buff herself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I think Stefan knows what I look like. Do You're I? fat. Huh? <laughs> Drew, please. <laughs> I, I, I think Stefan knows a, a wide variety of Karens. Is is so, wide so, the operative uh, word there? No. Well, I'm Lisa's friend, Karen. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh! Oh man, Stefan's turning beet red. Something's going on. All right, Karen, hey, you got. You was ha- she a win? Was she? A- Wish up wedge. Oh, uh, right. wedge! I just talked to him. Karen. Yeah. I hate to break up your little uh, party with the deaf tones, but quick question, and then we gotta let you go. Are those real boobs or not? How's no. he? How's he hung? That's it. How's he hung? I don't know. All right, but, but you, are, that, that would be a no. But you'd like to find out. Um. Sure. Okay. What? That was a vote of confidence. Well, yeah, there's Karen. When you when maybe. you go back to Sacramento, you can uh, bang Karen all you need to. All right. Well, let me uh, give out thanks for thanks are due. Uh, the lovely Lisa for doing the phones tonight. The beautiful Sherry for doing the phones tonight. The lovely and angular one producer, Anne. 
for producing the show. The One Nut Wonder engineer, Mike, for weaving his little magic. Uh, Dr. Drew, myself, Adam Carolla. Remember, Dishwalla next week, Goldfinger next week, possibly corn, possibly kiss. Deftones, new CD, Adrenaline, go get it. Chino and Stefan, thanks for coming in. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. See you. I'm surprised when I'm asked to sign a lady's bosom. Listening to Loveline. The opinions expressed on Loveline, especially by Adam Carolla, are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors, or even the character voices. Loveline, produced by Ann Wilkins for Westwood One Entertainment. Copyright 1996. So don't even think it. This has been a Podcast One production. Executive producer Norm Pattis.